Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. I'm glad you could attend. Come inside. Come inside. You are listening to Season 1, Episode 18 of Let's Talk Hemp in the 422. I'm your co-host, Morse Beagle, hanging out with my partner in hemp spirit, Rick Trojan. And here at the 422, every day is Earth Day. Today's episode is our Kaya Fest episode, and it is posting late here on Thursday, April 26th. My apologies as I'm on the road, scampering up and down the Southern California coast and trying to put together the podcast the last few weeks has been a little bit challenging. Like I've mentioned before, producing a podcast is more difficult and time-consuming than I had originally thought it would be. But it's all good. I'm having fun. Rick is having fun. And we've got some positive feedback. If you would like to provide feedback or questions or anything else, please drop us a note at the 422 at letstalkhemp.com. Let me get Rick on the phone and we'll get this episode rolling. All right. Let's get Rick on the phone here. What's happening, bud? What's happening, brother? How are you? Doing good. Hanging out in Newport Beach, trying to get everything dialed in here. It's been a little bit chaotic trying to put together this podcast in the last couple of weeks, as you know, traveling around. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, we've been doing so much incredible stuff. It's just there's so many people to interview, and it's just there's a lot happening, but it's all good stuff. And here's what's crazy. We're at you know, Cannabis Village last last weekend, at Earth, you know, Earth Day, the largest Earth Day in the country here in San Diego, and uh, I was walking around and this woman's like, oh my gosh, it was so beautiful on such a great day. And she's like, I can't wait to come back here. And I go, what? And she's like, oh, I can't wait to come back. And I'm like, you're here right now. Like, what, what are you coming back to? Like, why don't you just enjoy while you're being here in the village? And I didn't really understand. I didn't really grasp the concept of, I can't wait to come back. Like, you're already here. It was crazy. Maybe she just yeah. wants to be there the whole time. Well, I think she should just be there to start, right? Maybe she should be here to start, like, now, and then also come back later. I don't really know what that means, like, just be here. I don't know, just be in the moment. But at any rate, caught me caught me off of uh, of my rocker. But we did have some amazing people there, right? Uh, Chris Conrad, Dion, um, you know, Summer Star. Some of these folks have actually been in uh, – some of our friends have actually been in The Simpsons. They have actually have characters made in The Simpsons. Uh, which I think is super cool. Uh, that begs the question, what character would Morris Beagle be on The Simpsons? Like, what kind of a character would you want to have if they could draw your character? Well, like a, a current character that could be me, that maybe could be modified? Uh, either that or, like, you could have your own, I mean, have, you, you have your own character. So either a current well, character that's... modify or what would it be? Like... Actually, um, I would say I would probably become, like, a Reverend Timothy Lovejoy. And become a born again pastafarian dudist, cannabis evangelist, and traveling event producer and revivalist. That's what I would do. I would spread the good word, the message that every day is Earth Day, you know, and to the golden rule: don't Ooh. be a dick. And what is it? It's that that is like, that is pretty much the only that's like the really the rule. Like just don't be a dick. You know what I mean? Don't like, be a dick. So yeah, um, if I was a Simpsons character, I would be uh, born again Timothy Lovejoy. The Reverend. All right, I like it. What would you be? I, I, you know, I want. I was. I had an idea, but now that you want to be that, I would be like the yin to that yang. So I'd be like the. I'd be like Doctor Rockefeller J Oil Street, and I would just be like this big, wig rich asshole that just poisoned things and was like, and was just destructive and like like bad for humanity and bad for the earth. Kind of like those people that were like yelling all sorts of obscenities at Earth Day, like that team of like crazy ass jerks that was yelling all sorts of religious stuff at people. 
Well, don't we already have that guys? character on? But don't we already have that character on The Simpsons with Mr. Burns? Isn't he like the evil oil baron, the the toxic factory owner guy? Oh uh, yeah, I guess he's like the nuclear guy. But like, I would be like, I would just be like, I would be like the dude that just puts oil like in everything. So like, I would just put like a drop of oil like on the plants, and I'd not just like be killing everything. Like he's just nuclear, so that's toxic also. But like. Oil, petroleum is way more toxic and way more ubiquitous. So I'd just be like in everything messing things up. I'd put like epoxy and like a natural resin and it would just be like the exact opposite of what we do for a living. I would do, I would do that guy. Yeah. That would be the character I'd want. Okay. Well then I would, my whole goal would be to, to work with you and try to convert you because I'm all and about my whole, Yes. And my whole goal would be to just destroy you. Yeah. Well, love wins that's, over that's hate. Like, I'd be like, I guess I'd be like our government versus cannabis. You would Good be the beautiful place again. cannabis, and I would be the jerk government. That is uh, the jerk government. Well, um, we're not in the Simpsons, so we're real life. Oh, thank and, God. And we're going to be doing Kaya Fest here in the next couple of days. Yes, we are in real life, and we are not diametrically opposed. We are fighting. We are rowing the boat in the same direction, and we are in the same direction that other people have rowed it before us, and other people rowed it after us. So we're all for Mother Earth, and we all are for kids. So. Um, thankfully, The Simpsons is made up, um, so we can move forward with real life and real work, which we're doing. Oh, I was just going to say we can continue to encourage people to bend the knee to Mother Earth. Okay. Bend the knee. I love it. I love it, um, as we should and as we do. But um, speaking of Canada's Village, before we get into Kaya, what was your favorite part of that of Earth Day? Now that we're done with it, you've had a couple of days to debrief. I thought there was a really good assortment of vendors. I thought Dion did a good job of bringing together the cannabis community in Southern California and outside of Southern California, because a lot of people came in from outside of the state and, and upstate, or I guess Northern California and stuff. I thought the stage was good. There was really good speakers. Like you said, Chris Conrad, Chris Boucher should also be mentioned. That guy's been pioneering it for decades here and also planted 60 acres of hemp here in the Imperial Valley a couple weeks ago during NOCO weekend, which basically prevented him from coming out and participating at NOCO. He felt the need to do what he's been passionate about doing, and that's planting him in California, which he did in 1993 or 94, and then didn't get to harvest that. The DEA basically made them destroy it before they could harvest it. So on that same plot of land, they just planted 60 acres, and it was good to hear Chris talk about that and, and just to talk to Chris because that guy's a wealth of knowledge when it comes to this plant. Yeah, I mean, all, all those old-school guys and women are, are amazing. I mean, it's just from Barbara to, to even now summer, but um, I mean, it's just it's, it's really cool to – to share that. I think that was, that was my, I guess the moment that was the most surreal to me was I'm sitting on the back of the bus. I think we talked about this, but I'm sitting there and I got Chris Conrad and Mickey, Ed Rosenthal, Jane Rafal from Poland. We got Dan Hare. We got Summer Star, um, Doug Fine. Uh, and we're just sitting on the bus and I'm like, and Coach Freddie, and I'm like, I'm just a kid that bought a bus like four years ago and tried to like talk to the presidential candidates and thought I was just going to, you know, change everything in a couple months. And now, what, four years later, I have all these just super badass, Dion was on the bus as well, just super badass dudes that have been doing this for 30, 40, you know, 30 or 40 years. And they're just, they're on my bus. And it was just a super cool, surreal moment to just be like, wow, this is, we're really making a movement. This movement's been going on forever. And we're part of something so big and so much bigger than us. It was just super cool. And it was super cool to, to share that moment with those guys. Yeah, that certainly sounds, I, I wasn't on the bus at that time, but I get what you're saying. 
there's a lot of great old school pimsters out there and we're kind of the new school and old school meets new school and there's a lot of synergy between all the camps i think because it's like finally stuff is happening these guys have been working at it for so long and now there's some momentum going on and we're a big part of that and there's hundreds thousands of people that are a big part of that and it's nice to see this unifying energy where the face of cannabis and the face of hemp isn't any particular individual it's really the collective of everybody stepping up and and fighting for the same thing and, and honoring the plant yeah, it was it's super cool. And yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there wasn't enough room on the bus at that point. The bus was was full. It's just a small short bus, so we'll have to get a bigger bus so that way uh, the rest of the crew can come on and everyone else can be on. But it, uh, it was super cool and it was a great great event. So yes, Kaya is coming up tomorrow, um, which is going to be awesome. We are going to do a uh, is it a four two two thing or what? What is it? I mean, we're doing the education before recreation, but is that officially a four two two event or no? No, so from noon to five, it's at the Doubletree in San Bernardino, education before recreation. The NOCO is participating with the education component of it in Preston Whitfield, who we'll get on the phone here shortly to discuss it a little bit more. He helped the family put together all the speakers, and we've got a panel, which was, it's kind of a 422-driven panel with me and you, Doug Fine, and Dan Hare. It's a unity panel, which... We'll see how that all plays out, but I think it's going to be fun with all of us on stage together. And, you know, Preston will probably be part of that, too, because he's like the moderator for the entire event. And, you know, we can just talk about where we all come from, our experience with the plant and how we've kind of coalesced here the last three or four years and, and come together. And I think, again, we've got a pretty unified front as to what we're trying to accomplish with this plant and with the planet as a whole beyond just cannabis as far as you know honoring mother earth and and just being a bit more conscious about what we can do every day to to just have a little bit more positive impact you know whether that's saying no i don't need a straw with that water or or using using glass instead of plastic right for your for your for for or using utensils instead of plastic utensils right or wood uh, I mean, when we went to we went to Bronner's, right? And they have it's super cool. The Bronner's, um, Dr. Bronner's organization buys or actually cooks vegan meals for all their employees every day, which actually turns out they're more productive, they're less sick, they're healthier, uh, they're happier, right? But they did we, they gave they had wooden utensils that they would give, and they, we drank out of glasses instead of out of plastic cups. So they're very very conscious, and if everyone does that, right, it, it can make a big impact just by doing it one or two times, even once or even eating a plant-based diet once a week, right, or twice a week and not having meat makes a huge impact on our on our, on our our environment. So there's a lot we can do that's simple and, and straightforward and, and just being cognizant of, of what you're putting in your body and how is, makes a big difference. Absolutely. And it was really good to do that Bronner's tour and see how that company operates at least from the small little perspective that we got, but it was really inspiring as we're building our own companies and, and looking at that business model and, and how they operate from top down and, and, and bottom up. Um, everybody's included. Everybody's part of it. And everybody takes ownership and accountability. And they're all happy. The energy yeah. in the workplace was like, wow, this is the type of company and the type of employees I'd like to have around me. Yeah, no, it's super, it's super cool. And I, I, that was my third time there. I went, I think, road trip two. It was road trip two. And we did a rock the boat thing with them. Even in a week, they were able to galvanize an entire area, 30 vendors, 
a band. I mean, th- these guys, they, they really know how to do it, right? And they do it right, and it's super cool. So back to Kayafest. So we'll do the symposium tomorrow, Friday, from noon to 5, and then Saturday and Sunday is the recreation part of that, and that's going out and enjoying the music for two days with all the Marleys, Lauren Hill, Cypress Hill, and a whole slew of different performers, and you can find out more information at kayafestivals.com. It's going to be an epic weekend. I mean, to go from Earth Day to Kaya Fest, it's just, and even in between, we had the Bronners. We're going out tonight. We're going to go see a, a factory that creates hemp bread and hemp pasta um, and have dinner there as well. I mean, it's just, there's so much amazing stuff happening just in Southern California. Um, and it's just real cool to be here for a couple of weeks to, to take it all in. Yeah, it's been a great trip thus far and looking forward for the next few days. Head back to Colorado Monday night. And back at it, start preparing to go to Greece in a month. That's the next thing. That's gonna be that's gonna be insane. We're both speaking at uh, at the Balkan Cannabis Expo, right? Ball cannabis. Ball cannabis. Ball cannabis. And uh, we're gonna be speaking there. That sounds like it could go so many different ways. Um, but it's just the Balkans. So ball cannabis, and then from there, uh, I'm speaking also at the European Industrial Hemp Association uh, event in Cologne a couple weeks later. Um, I think you're going to kind of tour up, up Bulgaria, Romania kind of area, right? Is what you're looking to do after uh, Greece? That's what it looks like at the moment. That's subject to change, but we had talked about possibly doing that train route and going up there through exactly Bulgaria, Romania, Hungary, maybe into Poland. I, you know, We'll take a look at all the different places we can hit. It'd be nice to go to Romania and see the hemp flax set up. Oh, that'd be super sweet, actually. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we can figure all that out, but it, uh, we'll be there for a couple of weeks, and then uh, back. Back, and we got the Southern Hemp Expo. We got Hawaii coming in. I mean, we, it's just packed full of events, and uh, we just launched the merchandise, the OnePlanetHemp.com website that has merchandise and T-shirts and hats and books and all sorts of cool stuff. So there's a lot of lot of moving parts, but a lot of really cool stuff happening, and it's, uh, it's good to see the fruit of our labors finally coming to fruition. Right. Yeah. And speaking of OnePlanetHemp.com, that is our new merchandise store. And you can get your very own Hemp Hustler t-shirt on that site, which I got in another order today. We've got in orders the last two days as we just flipped that site on. So that Hemp Hustler t-shirt is selling. Yeah, man, it's sweet. We're going to get a red. We're getting a red. We have a black with a white print. Uh, We have our standard green. Um, and our turquoise, and I got actually on Instagram, three more people wanted it today. So we got to, if anyone's looking to run uh, operations and inventory, we're going to need to hire someone, I think, pretty quick. Yes, we are. We yeah. are looking to hire some people for different things. We're looking for somebody on the paper side, too, that can help process orders, understands file setup, printing. If you've got a background in commercial printing, design, and understand all that, print brokering, give me a call. Info at treefreehemp.com. Yeah. Yeah, so out of out of the fifteen people that are listening, if three of you call, we have jobs for you. <laughs> <laughs> Except for mom, mom, you don't need to call. I, I, you're good. I got you taken care of anyway, so you're good. Love you. Um, but the, the other fourteen definitely get after it. Exactly. If you want to be in the hemp industry <laughs> now, is the time. Well, no, this is what this is our seventeenth episode, eighteenth episode. It is right? our 18th episode, yes. So we sure as hell better have 18. So out of the 18 people, right, minus mom, so 17 people, we better have at least 17 people listening. Yeah, hopefully. If I you're think listening, got... call in so that we know you're listening. Yeah, but we're not going to give you the number to call into because it's a private number. you just got to yeah, figure it out on the 
and that's actually the way our government works. That earlier, that when, when Trump first came in, he was like, oh, we, we haven't heard anything about this, that, or cannabis, or, or this, or that, or the other. And I'm like, okay, so let's call him. So we, I posted the, the White House number on uh, a lot of our different social media sites and such, and we called it, and it, the number was disconnected. So that he said, we haven't heard from you, and then you'd email, and the email couldn't go through. So they essentially shut down their communi- ability to accept communication so that they didn't hear from the public, which was a very cute way of saying they didn't hear anything because they physically couldn't because you couldn't talk to them in any form. So not that we're that nefarious. We just haven't set up a call-in number. So that's why you can't call us. So one of these days, we're going to have a better setup so people can call in live because we're going to find, with another job available, our podcast producer. Yes. We better have 20 people so at least four of them can get jobs. That's a 25% return rate. So if you listen to Let's Talk Kemp, there's a 25% chance you're getting the job. If you're one of the 20 listeners. Yeah, if, if the listeners are 20 and there's only four jobs available, but let's assume that's the case. So literally, if you listen to this podcast, you're in luck. One in four chance you're going to have a job in the next month with us. Do you, do you think that all of our listeners are unemployed? Um, no, I mean... That's a good question. I think demographically speaking, I would say probably 90% of them are employed, but uh, 80% of those would want to be would want to work with us. So I, I consider that like you have a chance to work with us. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Do you think yeah. they're unemployed? No, not necessarily. I was just kind of throwing out the question. I mean, if you've gotten so far to find Let's Talk Hemp, you're probably a little bit aware and enlightened, right? Because you're probably not, I mean, we're not advertising the McDonald's and Walmart. So if you're going to that every day, you're probably not listening to this show. And if you are, good for you. I mean, you should tell other people at Walmart and McDonald's about it, but I don't think that that's our demographic. Probably not. You know what is our demographic? So we went to the Bonsai Bowl here in Newport to get some breakfast. Okay. And it it is. And so not only do they have GMO soy milk on their menu, they've also got coconut milk, almond milk, and they have hemp milk. Everything is an upgrade. Except for hemp milk, which is free. They don't charge an upgrade. So this place is pro-hemp, and they've got hemp hearts. And I tell you what, the smoothie that I got there with hemp milk that I replaced the coconut milk in, and I threw in some hemp seeds. I got my hemp this morning, and it was it was really good. So thumbs up to Bonsai Bowl here on Balboa Island in Newport Beach. Right on. Bye-bye. <laughs> Do you have to say that when you eat, like, your first bite, like, before you eat it? Do you have to, like, <laughs> get to put a chopstick in the air and go, bye-bye, and then, like, eat it? Oh, well, I didn't do that. Maybe I was supposed to do that. Yeah, I think if you do that, it's free. I think it's, like, the, the secret. It's like, it's like animal sauce at, at In-N-Out. It's, like, the secret thing you got to know that you got to know, you know? Hey, uh, speaking of In-N-Out, we did eat that, too. How was it? I, I'm not, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not going to do it, but how was it? It was Okay. We did that down in San Diego, but uh, yeah, I mean, I've eaten in and out before. They're okay burgers. I guess if you if you hadn't done it before, then it's it's good to at least try it. I also hit a Jack in the Box, which I hadn't done in a long time, and their food was about as mediocre and crappy as I remember it being. Oh my God! Dude. One time we had Jack in the Box in San Diego after a hard night out. Before we went to uh, deep sea fishing, and uh, my three buddies couldn't handle it and ended up throwing up over the side of the boat and were like seasick the whole time. And which was actually cool because I could handle it. And then actually I caught more fish because there was like chum in the water. So um, <laughs> yeah, so that was my that was, I think that was my last Jack in the Box. Your last Jack in the Box. Well, I think that I just had my last Jack in the Box a couple of days. Yeah, ago. Yeah, that's why I can't have my. But dude, oh, actually, we're staying here with, with uh, Chris Husong from Elixmo. 
uh, let us crash his pad, and he um, he took us to coach and I to uh, this place called Plant Food, and it's an old um, it's an old um, gas station that is now a vegan fast food restaurant. So we had like milkshakes with coconut milk and coconut and almond milk and cashew milk and I don't know if they had hemp milk or not, but um, like the burgers were all based in like you know so, like soy or potatoes or all sorts of different stuff. It was super good. So that's California. Yeah. It's all vegan and vegetarians. Well, not all. Not all, but that's why everyone's so damn healthy here, I think. I tell you what, some of these bonsai bowls, you get a small one and it could feed like three people. You get the large one, it could feed like a family. They're huge. Bonsai! (laughs) All right, man. Well, we should wrap this thing up and we'll catch each other. I guess we'll meet each other at the pasta factory later on today. Yeah, we'll see you there at uh, 1.30. All right. I'll remember to bring the camera. That would be fantastic. All right. (laughs) Awesome. Well, I will see you soon. All right. Take care. We'll see you in a bit. Bye. And we're back here on Let's Talk Imp in the 422. And this week we have Preston Whitfield flying out to California to join me and Rick at Kaya Fest and Education Before Recreation. What is happening, Preston? Oh, nothing much, man. Getting prepared for launch here. Looking forward to uh, being in California and, yeah, educating before we recreate. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about what that is. What is education before recreation? And then what is Kayafest, for that matter? So Kayafest is a celebration of Bob Marley's song, Kaya. And it was inspired by and founded by Stephen Marley, the son of Bob Marley. And this is, so the whole principle was to create uh, an educational symposium to help inspire people to get out and get into the cannabis industry to help it grow. And then collaborating with the entire Marley family and having some recreation. So two days of concerts, including uh, the entire Marley family that's in the music industry to date, as well as some other special guests, including Lauren Hill, Cypress Hill, and a whole bunch of others. So that's the principle. We're in our second year now of development of this. First year was in Miami. This second year is in San Bernardino, California, and then there's more to come. Well, we were out in Miami last year to do this first one over 420, 421, and 422, and it was a great event. It was a lot of fun. The symposium came off really well. It was pretty much a full house at the museum that we did it out last year, so I'm looking forward to doing this again. Yeah, it was pretty uh, pretty interesting. Uh, Morris and I were able to be on stage at the same time, and uh, I didn't realize it was a full crowd. And as I stepped off the stage, I looked in the back and noticed Rita Marley in the crowd. And uh, that was really, really cool just to have the family represented there and uh, being with us as we were doing that. Well, you've been really the guy driving the ship on getting NOCO to collaborate with KayaFest and this education component. So thanks for putting that together. Who's all speaking this year at the symposium? So quite a lineup. Uh, let's start with you. we got more Spiegel on the stage. Uh, also, second, Rick, Mr. Rick Trojan. Uh, we have Doug Fine, Dan Hare, the son of Jack Hare. Uh, we have... We have a website that's got several people. Danny Billings, she's going to be there. Yeah, Danny Billings, uh, R.A. Sherman of Evo Hemp. And there's several others that were on there. There's a Dr. Jenny. I don't have the website either. We just pulled into Newport Beach and are getting settled in the hotel. I had the same, driving and getting ready to fly to meet you guys in California. And Rick's like hanging out in on the beach at a bar drinking. No, I'm not doing anything of the sort. I'm actually dealing with California traffic and uh, super excited. And so I'm excited for you to get here, Preston. We don't have to drive anymore. We can just enjoy educating people and enjoy the concert. 
uh, we'll have the bus there and, and all that. But trying to find a parking spot for this bad boy on the beach is not not good. We have a meeting we're getting ready for, so it's not uh, not not a cup of tea here, Morris. I'm sorry, I threw out an inappropriate accusation that yeah, was incorrect. Okay. You do that all the time, and I'm okay. I'm okay with it. Yeah, well, most people around me are getting used to it, I guess. I think I that's got, okay. I got forgiven. That's why. That's why you have good friends. Exactly. That's exactly right. That's why we. That's why we love you. But no, this this festival is going to be super excited and impressive. Thank you so much for uh, loading the road trip and and uh, again having Colorado Hemp Co. and Morris there. It's just going to be a great uh, great experience and a great lineup. Absolutely. Well, it's become a collaboration. I mean. It's been really quite an honor. I mean, one of the you know, two foundations of my life are uh, cannabis and reggae, and here we are. Um, thanks to NOCO, Hemp Expo, Morris Eagle, and Colorado Hemp Company, we've been able to create these um, uh, these collaborations. Uh, we we are representing uh, the educational component of KayaFest, uh, sponsored by, if you look on the website, by NOCO and Colorado Hemp Company and Source Hemp and yeah, there's a good group of people that have come together for this event and other events that are happening down the road this year with the collaboration, different parts of the country, different parts of the world. So I think we're doing our part to get the message out there and put out the right intention. Agreed. Agreed. We can always get to work together. We can always do more. And I think that's why we got Kyler. We got the Southern Hemp Expo coming out. You know, all three of us got a rock hemp today uh, in Poland. It was great. Yes. Yeah, that, uh, it's been a, quite an exciting year, and then to have uh, Athens coming up this year, and uh, yeah, a lot of good things. All right, so you're going to be flying in late tonight. Well, by the time people hear this, as we're always recording a day before, so you'll be in town, and we'll be getting ready to rock it in San Bernardino with Kaya Fest. Which what's the address for that? Because it's not just KayaFest.com. What is it? It is KayaFestivals.com. So kayafestivalswithanest.com. And we've got two days of music and then one day of the symposium. What, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yeah. correct? So Friday, the symposium starts at noon um, and goes until five. Uh, world-renowned speakers, as we talked about before. And then uh, that is the ramp into the uh, recreation part, which is going to be two days of music. And it looks like we're supposed to have beautiful 80-degree weather all weekend. The whole time. I know. I saw that. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Mid 70s to 80s the whole time. So I'm excited about that. <laughs> well, we'll let you get back to getting ready to pack your bags and get out here and join us. Right on. Well, we'll see you very, very soon. Take care, Preston. All right. We'll see you soon. Bye bye. See you guys. Thanks again to Preston Whitfield for joining us on the 422, and we look forward to participating at KayaFest this coming weekend. And again, for more information, check out www.kayafestivals.com, and we hope to see you out there for some education before recreation. Until next time, rock on.
Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, host of Casually Baked the Podcast. If you're curious to explore the highly responsible side of cannabis, farming, and legalization, I'm here to help lighten the stigma and build your canna confidence. Download episodes now of Casually Baked the Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And journey with me through the evolving cannabis culture and discover how and why people like you are adding cannabis to their wellness toolkit. It's time to get casually baked.